Hello, hello everyone, how are you? This is Peds, and today I'm joined with Kerr9000. Ah, uh, yeah. It's Kerr9000. Uh, this is Kerr's very first Twitch cast. Kerr has taken part in the traditional G Arcade podcast, uh, which was uh, at the time run by Carl. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to see you on here, dude. Thanks. It's nice to be on here. Yeah. Um, uh, Kerr is uh, usually busy in, uh, with work and stuff early, so he goes to bed fairly early, which is why you haven't taken part, part in the longer ones. But as this is yeah. an hour long, and also on a Saturday, you were you were able to manage your time so we could we could fit you in. Well, you could fit us in. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice to be on. Yeah, I'm glad, man. Uh, so the chat today is uh, this is another Twitchcast mini, so the chat is going to last roughly an hour. Um. But today we were going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this was, again, Doom's suggestion because he suggested it due to... Because uh, Doom was meant to be here, but he's having uh, trouble getting his baby to sleep. <laughs> um, I may have done that. Yeah, same year four times. So. <laughs> so, oh, I need it once for me. <laughs> my oldest is my youngest then actually is the is eight my oldest is 14 and they still don't listen when it comes to uh, bedtime they are nightmares man um <laughs> i can hear them now right above me um so yeah the reason i want to talk about the twitch the, the twitch the switch the nintendo twitch uh the <laughs> nintendo switch was because um they are bringing out a new model, and people seem to be unhappy. Um, Definitely. I'm unhappy in some ways, but I'm also not bothered in others. Uh, basically, people were expecting the Nintendo Switch Pro, or the Super Switch, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but what has been announced is the switch oled edition or oled edition um basically the screen is seven inches instead of like i don't know 6.5 yeah and it obviously has a better screen but there is nothing extra there's no better battery there is no uh beefed up processor or anything it is just a switch with a new screen that is slightly bigger that's it uh, for me, like for me, I've always said if there was a Switch Pro, I would get one because I play my Switch docked only. So I'm this, the opposite. see, ah, uh, so so this then <laughs> would, would this would this be interesting for you then having a better screen always? Because I've never had a problem with the screen. When I have played Mario Maker to make my levels, I've used the touch screen. I've never had issues with it. I've, I, it's been perfectly. Fine, there's no issues. I don't know why an OLED screen would make a lot of people upgrade. What about I you? I don't really. No, I don't really. It's. I've never once looked at the screen and thought, this isn't good enough. It's a nice screen, a good image. All they seem to have done is change to the OLED, and basically the size increase is 
they've got rid of the bevel. There's no surround. The whole area is the screen. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's also uh, a more expensive price point. I don't know how much it is in dollars, but in, in, in pounds, I believe it's 309 or 319 pounds, something like that. Yeah, so, that's what I'd find. It's, it's not... It's not really worth it in my opinion i think by no I, I think i saw by november it will be replacing the switch proper yeah i believe and will be at the same price point i'd imagine so that sounds about right if that's the case then if, if i was to upgrade i would well, i say upgrade <laughs> i guess you are upgrading the screen if i yeah. was to upgrade then i would upgrade uh after it's gone cheaper but the but like, as you said, the screen, you've ne like never looked at the screen and thought, this screen isn't good enough. I mean, OLED screens have their own problems. They're more prone to burning. They are. I have an OLED uh, TV. Uh, luckily enough, it doesn't have any burning, but it's, it, it is a beautiful TV. Like, I, I had a 4K HDR TV and it broke. Yeah. So then we got an OLED TV. And uh, like the missus, when we had the other other 4K HDR TV, she was like, I, I don't see any difference. And then when we got the OLED one, she's like, okay, with this one, I can see the difference. So it does make a difference, but that's yeah. with 4K and HDR. The Switch screen isn't going to have any extra, like it will look nicer, but it won't be a massive improvement over like, I don't know, if, if HDR was added to the Switch or something. Yeah, I mean, it's only 720p, the Switch undocked in it, so it's... Mm. Yeah, as someone was saying, it, like, uh, pixel density is really high on the size screen. It's, it's, like, you know, really good. It's like having a 4K 24-inch monitor. But, um... Uh, it just seems like a, a minimal upgrade, and I, 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 don't, I don't see any worth in it. Like maybe no, I think maybe I think... some of the hardcore might get it, but generally speaking, I don't think people you, will. Sorry. If you <laughs> broke your switch, <laughs> if you broke your switch and you were going to replace it, I'd pay the extra money because the slightly bigger screen. Apparently, instead of having thirty-two gigabytes of inbuilt memory, it's going to have sixty-four. There's a yeah. LAN port. <laughs> There's a few tiny little. Yeah, it's, it's like, like one it's of like those. Mm. If there's thirty quid in it, why not have the best thing you can get? So I think there's a hundred pound more. You go, no, not worth it. Yeah, I think I think for someone who's broke a switch, always buying a switch now, go for the better switch. Yeah. Uh, personally, sixty-four gigabytes space is still nowhere near enough. Like no. some of the games, like take up so much space now even on the switch there's like games that take up more space than 64 gigabytes so you have to buy a an sd card anyway yeah it just seems a little uh, bit i don't know a little bit i wouldn't say it's disappointing because at the end of the day i wasn't planning upgrading my switch unless there was like a massive upgrade or switch 2 or something but uh, yeah it just seems a little underwhelming then I'm very underwhelmed. 
he said that uh, he's never used his switch on docked because he's heavy-handed and he's scared to break it. See, the thing is, is that there's uh, people discussing on G-Arcade um, the, like, like I'm in the camp of I find the Switch undocked, handheld, very uncomfortable to play. It also feels very flimsy where the Joy-Cons are. Uh, so I can understand the reluctance to want to play in handheld because it does feel like it'll snap easily. Like, I know a lot of people weren't a fan of the Wii U gamepad, but that felt so much more sturdy. Yeah. And it felt like it would not break easily. Whereas to me, the Switch, it feels too thin, too flimsy. And if a, I don't know, say if my dog walked past and farted next to it, it would explode into three pieces. I say three because the Joy-Cons will explode off. I was going to well, say million yeah. pieces, but that's just silly. <laughs> it's the Joy-Cons to me that come across as the bit that feels weak. The yeah, it's just the connection, bit, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a weird position. I own 1.5 Switches. I know that sounds weird, but I got a Switch. My missus got a Switch. My daughter got a Switch. And I went to this porn store, and they've well, got hey. a Switch with not that kind. With the wrong... <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was the middle of the switch and the Joy Cons and a charger, but no dot, no anything. And the uh, the Joy Cons had a little bit of drift on them, so they were asking 120 pound for it. So That's I thought, bad. yeah, I thought I'm going to buy this and stick it in a cupboard, because if I drop mine or my missus drops hers or my daughter drops hers, you're not looking 280 or pay someone to mess with it. You just take the middle out of this. But then my missus decided she'd buy better Joy-Cons for it and start another Animal Crossing island on it so she can <laughs> trade stuff between herself. <laughs> so I brought the machine, she brought the nice Joy-Cons, so I think we own half of that one each. But that's the backup one. That's brilliant. Uh, I'll buy this as a backup Switch. No, you won't. I'm going to use it for Animal Crossing. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. If you took the playtime of Animal Crossing on both switches that she's done, it is astronomical. It equals the playtime of about a hundred games I've done. <laughs> but it, it makes her happy, and it's one of the presents I've brought her that she's liked the most. And she's a wonderful lady, so I won't moan too much. Uh, coming in and say the buttons are too small also. I would agree with that. I'm a massive fan of the Pro Controller, but I find the Joy-Cons uncomfortable i much preferred the wii remote yeah i know orange raccoon said this as well but i don't like the lack of a d-pad those up and down little no d-pad please yeah I, I can get behind that i think buying a dock is a good idea though like if you haven't got extra switch if you don't buy an extra switch say but you get an extra yeah. dock it means you can set up the dock in another room so if you're like playing downstairs and you want to go up and lie down upstairs uh like upstairs you can connect uh, the slip your switch into a dock and then you've yeah. got a you know an extra dock on the go how someone are two switch docks and no switches though is odd probably Unless, the switches aren't they yeah yeah oh let's let's play on this oh it snapped <laughs> yeah i mean 
the weird thing, and this is going a bit off tangent on Switches now, but if you go online, people have got this crazy thing about breaking everything down. If, you've, if they've got like a copy of Sonic for the Mega Drive, they don't want to sell the copy, they want to sell the front cover, the plastic case, the cart, the manual, all separate. People mm. just think if you rip things apart, you can like bit and dark, and it's awful as a retro collector and... I but collect retro games. You're an Everdrive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, two Everdrives for the Mega Drive, and then I've got one of them like Chinese knockoff ones for the SNES. Uh, I've got the FX Pack Pro for the SNES. It is awesome. Um, uh, it used to be called uh, SD to SNES. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've got about 250 SNES carts, so I felt a bit bad paying too much for a like ever drivey thing so i just yeah, got a 50 quid enough. one yeah there's uh one that's for the mega drive that's meant to be really good i can't remember what it's called but it plays mega cd games straight from the cart yeah i wanna it's supposed to be like 200 quid or something <laughs> stupid though so the good the good thing is though with the ever drive for the mega drive <laughs> you can play master system games straight from the cart Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. No need to get I... your Master System games out and an extra bloody thing to make it work. You just play your Master System games and go. I've got that weird old power-based converter for the Mega Drive. I've got one still in the box. And it's huge. And you're thinking all it is is a weird, like, pass-through thing. There's nothing much to it. <laughs> uh, Hori... Make it a big mushroom. Yeah. It's mad how some plugs are where they like gigantic bloody weird things. Uh Cumberdane said Hori make left Joy-Cons with a proper D-pad. I think it misses out on some of the like HD rumble and that, but if you want a proper D-pad, there's that. And Hori yeah. also make Joy-Con shaped like standard controllers. I am seeing I had a Hori PS4 pad and that was quite good to be honest, so Um, was it Hori that... No, I don't know. The, the Tekken Wii U pad. No, Tekken. Pokken. It could be, yeah. I had one. It's a Pikachu one. It's yellow. It's nice. I used to use it for um, emulation for... Um, what do you call it? For, like, SNES games and stuff, and it was really nice for it, but yeah. no, I just play my stuff directly from the consoles. I love the power base converter. The Mega Drive 2 version was more like a regular cart. Yeah, it's a lot smaller. I, I, I don't know if I had one, to be honest. I never had one till years after the Mega Drive was out of fashion. I went on a car boot and saw a boxed one, and it was it was daft. It was like a fiver or something. I never saw them in shops or anything when it was a actual thing, though. And you see it online now for about six thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rare as hell now the Mega Drive 2 version. There's a Mega Drive 3, isn't there? Yeah, tiny little thing. Yeah. Uh, um, no Mega CD or 32X with that though. Yeah. I heard the best Mega Drive to get is the original one that says uh, high definition graphics underneath or something on top. 
And that's supposed to be that yeah, the, the best sound, I think. I think it's meant to have the best sound. Mine doesn't say that. Yeah. I've got one of them, but I've got about seven mega drives. Ah, I've only got two. So. <laughs> I've, I've got, got one a upstairs. One. All right. Um, my childhood one, two boxed ones. Uh, one I've converted to run at 60 hertz, but be an English language. And then, like, spares. I just hoarded, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got two. One, the one I had when I was a kid is in the attic. And the other one I've got, I got off eBay not too long ago, and it's got a switch on the back to change the region between PAL, US, and Japan. And it's also got another switch on it that puts it into six... Uh, 70 hertz it overclocks about 10 hertz so it removes slow down oh, on cool. certain games and stuff like sonic if you get hit hit and you got loads of rings it slows down but if you go that it, it eliminates it oh cool it's, it's it's pretty cool um there was a massive converter for game gear too that must have been awkward because you have like, this like bloody on big things sticking out the top wouldn't it or does it go behind it's behind the machine, sort of at the top, I think. And it, it's massive when the game's in it. It's, yeah. I I bet. Game Gear was as big once. as the Xbox anyway. <laughs> it's chunky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was supposed to be about the Switch, and now we're talking about the Game Gear. Then again, you could make a fair comparison. They both handheld consoles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's no space harrier on uh, the Switch, so... It might be on a uh, Sega Mega Drive collection or something. I've got that, but I can't picture what's on it and not on it. Hmm, I, I think space harrier... Hmm, I don't know. Some shipping crates of brand new Mega Drives turned up in a warehouse in Thailand, I think, about 10 years back. Wowzers. How the hell did that happen? I'll see what Commodine says now. So, the thing is, with the Switch, we'll go back to the Switch now, as I remember that. Um, the good thing, uh, I guess, is for people who... For people who enjoy playing the Switch handheld, if they have to get a new Switch for some reason, or if people are buying into a new, with the OLED screen, I suppose the benefit is outside. It should, in theory, be easier to see the screen than what the normal Switch is. I don't think it's particularly bad from what I've heard, but I, I do believe an OLED is um, going to be brighter, so it may yeah. help with the sunlight. Though my OLED's a bitch. When that sun comes through the window, I can't see shit if it's dark. I have to close my curtains. <laughs> and I got a, uh, no, a nice one. I've tried to play the Switch in the garden before and it didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Yeah. So whether like, the OLED would be better is... Yeah, it should be in theory. But uh, you basically had the experience of playing not like as if you were playing the original Game Boy Advance. I can't oh, see anything! Yeah. <laughs> it's I strange, can't believe though. I completed Castlevania mm. on that. Because <laughs> that game is the darkest game. 
<laughs> Couldn't see shit, like. Um, no, I was killing things and I didn't know what they were. Just keep hammering the button. You'll be all right. <laughs> That's the thing, though. You would expect uh, Nintendo to have released a backlit screen earlier than they did. Like, I'm pretty sure Game Gear was backlit and in colour, and it took Nintendo to the GBA SP to do the same thing. Yeah. It's like... Uh, Nintendo, we love you, but you need to treat us right. Yeah, they can be really backward in some of this stuff. Some of the online mm. things and some are... They just seem to think they know best and they're not gonna... I mean, they've not really listened to what people wanted with a premium version of the Switch. They've just gone, this is what you want, you'll have it. Boom. <laughs> We want a Switch Pro. We want, like, much more tech in it. No, you'll just get a new screen. No! <laughs> Some, sometimes you just gotta take it on the chin, I guess. Because, um... Nintendo are gonna do what Nintendo are gonna do. Simple yeah. as. Like... Like, if you look at what they've done with, like, Switch Online, I, like, I was listening back to the Switch Online chat uh, that recently went up on the GRK Twi uh, TikTok channel, uh, courtesy of Kerr uh, editing it down into three-minute chunks and uh, me uploading it up to it. Um, I listened to it, and it's like, listening back to it, I'm like, I, I still agree with my opinion of, of what I said at the time. The games that were already out as uh, and were free for people to play should have stayed free for people to play online. Because, Definitely. Because at the end of the day, as I said then and I'm saying now, the people who had the Switch already and were playing the games online that were already online now have to pay an extra fee. I, I think games that came out after the fee was introduced... Perfectly fine. Not perfectly fine, but perfectly fine in that respect. Games that people have been playing and then have half the content locked out unless they pay extra after it was already free seems really shitty and I stick by yeah, that because you've paid a set price and you've paid for that online and offline experience and then they've took half the product away from you yeah exactly they should have either been paid for at the start or the things that came out before the payment plan crap was introduced should I mean, have Sony been did it right, free. didn't they? PS3 yes. was free. Yeah, PS3. PS4, it's going to be paid for. I think Sony did, had the best idea on PS3. It was free online, and then people who wanted PlayStation Plus paid for PlayStation Plus. And I, th and I liked that, because it meant that everyone could play their games online, and you're not come, cutting the community in half. But the people who wanted to pay for a premium service got a premium service. And, and, I, yeah. and I wish the companies kind of stuck to that. Um, like, if Sony was still doing it now, it'd, it'd be great, because everyone would be able to play online. It's just people like me would probably still be getting the games, because I want the extra games, even if I can't play them all, because there's too many games. <laughs> <laughs> no, between Xbox Live, I used to pay uh, Gold, for, you know, it's, it's yeah. just that's too much. I used to pay for Xbox Gold and PS Plus. And I just realised I wasn't using the PS4 as much as the Xbox. And I thought, you're putting down all this money year on year. Cut some of it. Yeah. 
I can I can understand that completely, but I'm a sucker. I'm paying for plus, plus go uh, Game Pass Ultimate, uh, Humble Bundle, uh, a couple of other things. <laughs> Just like I wow. need my games. Yeah, exactly. Dark Souls on PlayStation Four to get a full experience, you, you had to play pay for PS Plus. That game, I don't reckon you should have had to pay for PS Plus Four anyway, because the online was the occasional <laughs> invasion and tips when you're walking through the levels. You know that kind of thing, and also yeah. summoning. Uh, it just seemed it seems rubbish that such a small online thing you had to pay forty quid a year for, fifty quid a year for, whatever yeah. it's on there now. Just tiny background stuff, wasn't it? It wasn't good enough to really warrant a, a fee. Exactly, it's not like I don't know, say FIFA then, where most people will spend a lot of time playing online. Um, I don't play FIFA, but. The DLC had an arena. Yeah, but before the DLC, there was no arena, so yeah. my point still stands. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy a FIFA about once every four years, and it'll be a FIFA from two years ago that's three quid. That's how much football games I want to play. Yeah, I only have played FIFA fairly recently because my oldest plays FIFA, and he wanted to play FIFA with me, so I was like, all right, go. I played a lot of Minecraft with my daughter when she was growing up because, Dad, will you do this? Dad, will, well, let's build this, Dad. And it's a nice way to yeah. bond, isn't it? Wow. Exactly, yeah. My uh, my kids are like, oh, let's play some Fortnite. Let's play some of this. Let's play some of that. We played uh, Streets of Rage the other day. Not a Streets of Rage, oh, Castle cool. Crashers. Castle Crashers we were playing, sorry. There was four of us. Uh, me and three of the children were playing Castle Crashers. And it was really good fun. I mean, that's a great game. It is a great game. Um, I finished it on the Xbox 360 back in the day, uh, but I didn't go through on hard mode, which I wish I had. Now they were another company. They did an awesome thing when they brought out the remastered version for the Xbox One. If you'd brought the original version, you could have the remastered for free. Yeah, I think uh, you have to claim it within so long, but. Yeah, that's uh, what they should be doing. Um, I, I think some companies are doing it now, where they cut putting things across. Uh, but some people are still charging like full price for a new version of the game, with slightly beefed up graphics or something. Yeah, it's reminding me of something else I want to comment about Sony about. Uh, when they had the PS3, I think it was, and the Vita at the same time, they were great in that they had that thing where if you brought a game that was on both of them, a lot of the time you got both versions for one price. Hmm. Whereas Nintendo was, you've spent 350 on this NES game for your Wii. If you want to play it on your 2DS, 3DS, whatever, let's have another £3.50, please. And you're like, well, it's a NES game. Sony were charging like three ninety nine for PS One games, and you get on both. It's it's um definitely uh, it was definitely a good thing. I I don't think Sony are doing that right now, 
Uh, actually, I don't know, because like well, uh, some cross-platform things are. I think, oh, obviously don't mean Vita, because the Vita's dead. Uh, but um, like the uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits or whatever it's called, I've pre-ordered that, and it was 30-odd quid, and it's on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. That's and cool, that was then. £39, pound, I think it was, and that was the digital deluxe edition, and it was 39 99 so uh, in, in wild cross generation is like oh, I don't want to be cross gen because I want to utilize the full power of the console. It's also keeping the cost downs of the games I want, so cross gen can stay for a bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could agree with what uh, Cumberland said. It's high time Nintendo had unified accounts. Definitely. I mean, I love the fact I'm still on my original Xbox account. And stuff that I brought back when I'd got the original Xbox, like Geometry Wars, I can still download and claim and use. Yeah. Uh, the only issue is, is obviously did some digital stuff, if it, it becomes an issue with licensing now, sometimes you can lose access to downloads. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I've mean, had uh, my Xbox and PlayStation account across a uh, few different systems. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4... PlayStation 5, Xbox 360. I didn't get the original Xbox. Xbox 360s. <laughs> Xbox Ones. Xbox Series X. <laughs> you know how it is. I mean, sometimes if there's a game and I look at it and it's some little indie game and it's like on Switch and Xbox One, I'll end up buying the Xbox version just because I think... With the way Microsoft run their ship, I'm going to keep having that game on every console I've got. Whereas if I buy it on the Switch, probably when a Switch 2 or whatever they want to come out is, I won't have any access to it anymore. So I brought it for one console only. Yeah. No, I, I can understand that logic. I know a lot of people like to buy them on the Switch because they play them on the handhe uh, handheld side of it and they feel like yeah. it fits in more. For me, I, will, I tend to buy my games on PC first uh, but otherwise it'll just be depend on if, if I see something I'll be like ooh uh, and it's on off I'll be like I'll just grab that but it's, it's, it's because of Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now and whatever else I'm finding it harder and harder to want to spend money on games <laughs> because it's like I'm going to get access to many games. If I buy games as well, I'm going to have even less time to play the games I'm paying my services for. Uh, yeah. So I, I'd rather just... I know in my luck, which, like, this ha like I bought The Tourist on the Switch because I thought, oh, that's on off. I'll buy that. It was £10 or something. And then the next day, it was like, oh, this is on uh, coming to Game Pass. And I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've um, seen people complain that games leave Game Pass. But to me... A lot of the time, I'll play a game on Game Pass, and you never really like it. I keep looking for it second-hand in stores because it can be a forty-quid game drops to Game Pass, and by the time it's like coming off the service and you see it, you can pick it up for like ten pound or five pound. So mm. it saves you money in the long run, but you can still get it. Mm. Uh, coming in, said I was going to buy the f uh, phone Xperia players, but then there's his own knockoff PlayStation store called PlayStation Experience or something. So I guess the games didn't cross over there. That's a bit shit. That's the case, like, but Sony gonna Sony. I a Sony phone, and you could like check your account on your PlayStation and buy stuff through it and things. 
But I think it was more just letting you do stuff for your PlayStation on your phone, if you know what I mean. A bit like you can do with Microsoft stuff now. Yeah, you can do it on the your PlayStation with phones now if you get the PlayStation app. Yeah, but this was like a built-in, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was um, Sony, so they crossed over quite well. And obviously it was a bit ahead then, weren't it? Because uh, I don't think Microsoft did that with their phones. Because there was uh, Windows phones, weren't it? Which you could get achievements yeah, on that on. Yeah, as well. Uh, my missus had one, I didn't. Uh, and... She really enjoyed it, and I think she actually preferred that to Android. She's had Android ever since, and she actually said, I prefer that. You get stuck, don't you, in an operating system. I mean, I'm Android phones all the time now, and the missus is on her Apple iPhone. I pick her phone up, and I've got no clue what I'm doing. If she says, mm. oh, just do this, do that, uh, uh, it's like <laughs> alien technology to me. See, I wouldn't get but an she's Apple smart phone. Um, not because... I don't like the iPhone. The iPhone looks nice. The new one, I was actually saying, this is myself. Like, it looks nice. I wouldn't mind having one. But the reason why I like Android is you don't have to stick with the same company to have access to all your things. If you decide, like, like right now I've got a Samsung phone. Uh, the phone before this I had was a Huawei P20 Pro. But I still got access to all the same stuff because it's through Android. Whereas with an yeah. iPhone, if I want to keep my iPhone stuff, I'm going to have to upgrade to another iPhone. So it, uh, my feelings on it is, is I can have my, all my Google Play stuff across all my platforms. <laughs> all my phones. Yeah, like sense. And that's the reason why I like them. It's not like I play a lot and I play Pokemon Go on it mostly and that's sitting in my chair in my living room occasionally catching a Pokemon because I don't really go out with it. <laughs> Pokemon go sit on your ass, it should be called for me. <laughs> uh, this was a gaming phone with PlayStation 1 games. I had an N-Gage, speaking of gaming phones. I had an N-Gage when oh, wow. I was younger. Uh, I didn't want it, I only, I wanted a different phone. It was like a, sim it was the same shape and stuff, but it was blue. And um, it was for music. You put MP3s and that on it. And I ended up going with the N-Gage because you could do the, exactly the same thing with it. But I couldn't get the other phone when I went to the shop to have a look like. So I, I ended up having it and I hate the way you had to hold it. So basically, with a phone, you hold it flat to your okay. ear. You had to hold you hold it flat to your ear. With the N-Gage, you had to hold it up to, at the side. So like if you get pick up your phone now, turn it 45 degrees and then hold your phone next to you. And that's how you would hold it. So it's like you've got a big giant phone shaped ear. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some memes of it and stuff, and people saying it's a taco and stuff, and it's weird. It is, but I did like I did like the uh, other one that looked looked very similar, but was smaller and it was blue and it was just for MP3s and stuff like that. I didn't have any games in there on it. Well, it had Snake, <laughs> probably Snake too. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, right? Um, I was playing late, not Layers of Fear. Um, it was a couple of years back now, maybe two to three years ago. I played through whenever it came out, Blair Witch the video game. I played it on the Xbox. Oh, yeah. I played it on the PC. I did, but in that, it's set, it set after the film, uh, which I've never watched. But it was set after the film. So one of the things you do is you can whip out your phone. 
It had fucking snake on it, man. I was so excited to see that. I was like, oh, snake, and I had a quick game of it. I thought I'd better carry on with the actual game because I'm streaming and people might be like, dude, we don't want to watch you play snake. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was... Um, it was I watched uh, the original magic. Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. And then I went camping like the day after. Oh, I bet that was fun. Um, <laughs> I was the only one there going, oh, twig, a twig, oh, oh. And nobody else understood why. And then they all watched it and they were like, if we'd have watched it, we would have never gone camping the following day. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. So like, like when I played the game, like I did a review for the game. And like I, and the first thing I said is, first off, I haven't seen the film, so like I don't know how this plays out in comparison to the film. Uh, so for people who are fans of the film, they may not enjoy the game as much as me who didn't <laughs> see the film. <laughs> uh, RPG exclusive to the system on the Engage. Yeah, it was meant to have a good Sonic game on here, wasn't it? A Sonic, the Hedgehog. <laughs> I think it was called. I think it was like a weird version of one of the games or something I'm sure of it Cumberdean should know because he's a massive Sonic fan well other masters of games anyway I've seen uh, Engage games for sale before but I've never actually seen the machine in a long long time I haven't even looked I haven't looked at all because I don't want to bring back the nightmares of holding my phone like a fucking <laughs> weird thing to my head. <sighs> Phones. Um. We were supposed to be talking about the Switch, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah. I think we talked about it for like five minutes and then talked about all loads of other. They had a good port of PS1 Tomb Raider. That's cool. Yeah, I remember seeing a Tomb Raider on it. Uh, the thing for me is with Engage is I didn't really have a lot of games for it. I don't remember getting no, I didn't have many games on it because I had it new and then my house got broken into and it was stolen. So there you go. <laughs> that was stolen. My other phone was thought stolen, and uh, a lot of money was stolen. So it was a good it was a good birthday. I think it was like 18, 19, 19th birthday. I think it was. Like the day after all my stuff was nicked. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Someone broke into my fucking house. I know a weird handout I have got, which is strange. Do you remember the GameCom? Yes. I've got that. I got it off a car boot for something like daft like 50p with two games in it, because it has two cartridge slots. And then I've only ever got one other game for it that I got for a pan off another car boot. Never see them, never see out for them. It's is, that rubbish, really, rarest, is that one of your rarest uh, pieces? One of your rarest consoles? Possibly. I've got weird stuff. I've got an Odyssey 2. Or, well, in, over here it was called a Philips G7000. And you don't see... I've got that boxed and you don't see them a lot. So basically, when you collect stuff, you don't collect for a specific thing. Then you just collect for like what yeah, you can. Yeah, I like. go out there. 
and anything I see that I think is bizarre or weird or particularly cheap, I will get. That's fair enough. It's a good way of doing it. It's like I was uh, talking to people about collecting, and as I've said, I wouldn't want to collect games. I was talking to, it was actually the last Twitchcast Mini talking about uh, 3DS and the prices and collecting and now with that. And I was like, I, I don't want to start collecting for a console to then get where I want and then start branching out into the rest of the games and turning around and being like, yeah. well, I don't want to buy this really rubbish game for £6,000. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but no. people try and do full console collections, don't they? And then you're mm. buying 24 games that are utter trash that are worth thousands of pounds. And now I'd rather move on to another console and get a pile of good games for, you know, 50 quid. Yeah. It's understandable. It's completely understandable. Second model was better, but it was dead on arrival. That's about the uh, end gauge. Yeah, you didn't have to remove the battery to put cartridges in it. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a, you know, stupid thing to have to do in a... Uh, right, oh yeah, so, on, a, on a phone. Yeah, on on your phone. Right, I'll have to disconnect my battery. Oh no, someone just tried to phone me and my phone was off. I lost exactly. my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this really important phone call that if I take it and answer some questions, I'll get promoted. Oh, I missed it because I was trying to put a new game in my phone. I've now been demoted instead. I was uh, coming in and said, I'm consider I was, <laughs> I'm considering going for a complete OG Xbox collection, but I don't know where I'd put them all. In your pants. <laughs> I didn't think there was too many games on the original Xbox. Because it came out later than both the GameCube and the PlayStation Young 2. But also the 360 came up before the PlayStation 3 and the Wii. I so I think it was a smaller collection. I think if you can't games from every region, like, you know, the American, the English, the Japanese, there is about a thousand. Yeah? Wow. I think so, yeah. That can't be right. But it could be. I don't know. I think there's more games for that than there is the GameCube. But a lot of them are lazy PS2 ports. Because technically the original Xbox is about three times more powerful than a PS2 in processor and that. But these are just games where they've slapped it off the PS2 onto the Xbox with no like help in it. Hmm, that's a shame. I've always wanted to grab myself an original Xbox, but I never got one because I thought, like, I got nowhere to put it in. If I put it upstairs, it might f collapse my ceiling. Oh, they're ever. <laughs> now, I've, I've wanted to grab one, but I, I just never have. I'm, I'm hoping now that with the Xbox Series X backwards compatibility stuff starting back up, I hope, I'm hoping they get more original Xbox games on there because I am played a lot of original xbox games because i'd only play around the friends like i played halo and halo 2 and that kind of stuff but there's a lot of other stuff i haven't played and i would like to just to experience them for myself 
I mean, I love it for Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, but they're also on uh, PC, aren't they? So, Jade yeah, Empire they are on PC, is good yeah. as well. I am played though. But 870 PAL games, Cumberdeans thinks. It's a, it's a lot more than I thought. I'll be completely honest. I thought it would have been less, like, but. It's surprising how many games must have come out in that short period of time. But, like, like if it were ports that didn't really yeah, do much, yeah, yeah. then it's. Oh, understandable. They didn't bother port them to the GameCube because the Nintendo console didn't do very well. No, okay. So it's like, why bother? That's probably the thoughts behind it. There's some French exclusives and Australian exclusives and stuff like that, that so it gets complicated. Uh, I remember watching a video, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was on YouTube. And they were talking about specific games series, and they were like, yeah, this game came out. And it was only came out in Europe. And weirdly enough, the sequel to this game, or another the next game in the series, came out on Europe only too. But even weirder, it only came out in France. And you're like, what? <laughs> why? It's like, why? Why, why would you do this? <laughs> like, why There's a, a specific thing. region? Well, no, it's, it's strange. There's a weird thing with the wig. Can you remember a game that came out about a month after the Wii came out? And I'm probably saying this wrong, but Corinopo. No, I don't think so. Basically, it's a sort of marble madness monkey ball game. You take little balls that are either animal faces or marbles and you take them through mazes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I might be saying it wrong. Cumberdeans is bringing the name up in typing. Coronipa, Coronopo, however, it's that had a sequel in Japan called Coronopa 2. They brought the sequel out in England and called it uh, Marble's Balance Challenge or something. And I'm thinking, why do you have a game that's come out? Actually, bother bringing out the sequel, but give it a totally different name so that if anyone enjoyed the first one, they've got no idea what this is. Yeah, that's that's bloody odd and very pointless and daft because if people enjoyed the first game then the second game they might not really know that is a sequel to it and not bother with it they go I mean, I knock didn't... off yeah and i then... didn't realize at first that's mad i didn't know that didn't know that at all in fact but yeah i remember that game i think i had it or they played on a friend who had it Eh, one other two. <laughs> I know it was near the start of the Wii because there was a point where I got the Wii and I was desperate for anything new. And you were like, just going in every shop looking for something. Yeah. And I remember I got that and I got Excite Truck, which was quite near the start. I liked Excite Truck. Oh, I thought that was great. I'd love a new mm. one of that. Yeah, it was, it's a... Uh pretty fun game but like I think they released Excitebots in America they didn't come to Europe yeah. I believe and it uh, I haven't played it Excitebots but I don't know it, that sounds a bit weird <laughs> um, yeah it does I think what I was going to say I can't remember 
uh, yeah, were you saying you were try like going around looking for something to buy to to have on your new console, your Wii? Uh, I th- that's the reason why I got Returnal. I was like, I I've got this PlayStation Five. I want something for it that's exclusive to the PS5 and a, a you know yeah. new PS5 game. So I bought Returnal, and it's really good. It's just really fucking hard. <laughs> I've heard that. I'm not very good at that. Cumberdane says, I remember buying Excite bike, uh, Excite Truck, sorry, because there was nothing else to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Wii did suffer from... Uh... I actually regretted buying my Wii for about the first year. Yeah? Yeah, it was only later that I really warmed to it. That's fair enough. The, the funny thing is, I regretted buying my Switch for the first year or so, though. That's when I got Hollow Knight, I couldn't I put Hollow Knight down, and then I just played loads of other things. Ah, uh, right, that's fair enough. But uh, I was going to say, I'm surprised, because in the first year, you had a new Zelda, a new Mario, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> you know, there was there was some new good games there. Surprising that you're like, eh, no, enjoy this. <laughs> I, had a, I had a Wii U, though, from nearly release. <laughs> Because um, I wasn't going to get a Wii U, but HMV went into administration and I got one cheap with Zombie U and Nintendo Land. I love Zombie so U. Oh, it's awesome. But I've been quite heavy into the Wii U, so Mario Kart 8 was boring to me by the time the Switch came out, really. I have got yeah. it now, but... Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like... For me, the the enjoyment and Mario Kart 8 came from playing it with lots of people from GRKid. Uh, on a Monday from like 9 till about ten, half 10 it was just so much fun having a laugh with a lot of people over Discord and playing this game and then it's, and with streaming here as well you'd have people in chat and then you'd have like bad things happen to you and then people make clips out of here and then or laugh at you for being shit <laughs> <laughs> It's great. <laughs> uh, Cumberdane says, I regretted buying my first 360. I spent nearly a full month's pay on it and was very close to taking it back. Wow. Um, I got my 360 uh, w- w- just after Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter came out. If it was a launch title, then it was just after launch. Um, and I borrowed money off my nan to get it because I was like, can you get it for me and I'll pay you back in three installments when I get paid from work um so she was like yeah right Dan it might have been just one payment because I think I was owed two months pay uh because I had to work like uh, two months before I was paid so I was able to pay her straight off I think actually yeah. and I had Ghost Recon Adva- Advan- Ad- Advanced Warfighter and I thoroughly enjoyed playing that online with a couple of friends as well so I, I never regretted it. I, I don't really regret buying stuff. Even if I end up playing it for a couple of hours, I'm like, oh, okay, I had my fun with it. That's cool. And I'm happy enough then, if that me, you know? I'm, I'm easily pleased, obviously. My, my first 360 game is weird. I brought a 360 from game that was secondhand that was really badly nicotine stained. And <laughs> I got Enchanted Arms. Oh, I've heard that uh, name, just, but I can't think of what it is. It's a weird RPG that has got a character who wouldn't fly nowadays because it wouldn't be politically correct. He's a really camp um, 
guy that's just got like a stereotypical sort of gay voice that's obviously like offensive. Mm. But it was a decent game. It was a long RPG. But it was ages till I got another game. And then I got Oblivion and stuff. Enchanted Arms is a FromSoft game, is it? People who do Dark Souls. I, I enjoyed didn't Ninja, it was them. Ninja Blade by um Ninja Blade is great. Uh, you got it in August after it launched. First games were condemned in Oblivion. I I really enjoyed Oblivion. I remember playing Oblivion, and like that sewer moment for me was great, where you walk out of the sewer and into the world because it was just like wow, such a fucking change. And for, that was my first experience oh, of yeah. Elder Scrolls. Like so, for me, it was a really good fucking I don't know showcase of what what's to come. Yeah. Uh, condemned. I, I loved Condemned. I played Morrowind, but it never gripped me. But Oblivion, yeah, I couldn't leave it alone. I'd got, like, single playthroughs at 180 hours on it. I love it. I love it uh, even more than Skyrim. I think Sky <laughs> Skyrim has, like, better gameplay, if that makes sense. Like, it's a bit more... It's a bit more fine-tuned than Oblivion. But Oblivion has yeah. better story stuff. Is uh, the like the guilds, Dark Brotherhood Thieves Guild. Uh, they're all much more interesting, a lot more entertaining. Like all the story stuff is better in Oblivion. I think the gameplay is improved, but for me I would rather play Oblivion than Skyrim because of that. Yeah. I wish they would like push Oblivion onto the Skyrim engine, if you know what I mean. They do. Uh, there is it. people mod doing mods for things like that. It's um, like these uh, Morrow Sky for Morrowind and Oblivion Sky for or something <laughs> like that. And there's people doing it online, and it, and it looks amazing. I prefer Skyrim, but the story is bobbins. I agree uh, with the bobbins, but uh, condemned uh, as you mentioned it i played that fairly recently and i did uh, like a review and stuff for it and like playing through the game i didn't enjoy it as much as the first time even though i couldn't remember lots of it didn't like certain things didn't have the same impact like the mole section didn't have the same impact as the first playthrough the first time you play through condemned is fucking amazing the second time is not quite oh, as yeah. amazing brutally just... violent though isn't it yeah, it's brutally great though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a couple of minutes, about 10 minutes left. Um, should we go back to the Switch? Is that what we're supposed to have been talking yeah, about? <laughs> hey, let's do a podcast on the Switch. Okay, let's talk about anything other than the Switch for 50 minutes. <laughs> Uh, I think the like, problem is with what they've done, there's so little to really talk about, isn't there? It is. Like, I think I, I think maybe if Doom was here, we would have had a bit better of a chat specifically about the Switch because I think he would have been more excited for it. Because I know he... Well, I think he would have. Because he seems yeah. like quite a positive person when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, he's quite a negative person when it comes to people shitting on things for no reason. Which is understandable. Like when people yeah. start like in, in things that's like just very negative and miserable and 
arse ish about it, but like I wouldn't say either of us have been that way. We just did, like, I guess, underwhelmed is the word. Because it's just. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Pugs. Thing, sometimes you need differing appearance, different opinions to bounce off. If you both think yeah. the same thing, you're both just going to go there, rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. <laughs> yeah the thing is though is one thing i will say i do like the like i usually prefer my consoles black uh because i think they look nicer but i do like the look of that white switch oh yeah the white's good yeah uh Cumberdeans asks does doom use his switch at work a lot or did i make that up you did not make that up uh when he works in the evenings i think he works like in the evening sometimes and in the day sometimes i think when he does evening work uh at night well i say evening work it's like eight half uh 10 till 10 or something daft like that uh and i think uh, as he's up all night he he plays his switch a lot so yeah like the other night after i finished yesterday after i finished playing rocket league with jeff i jumped on to um uh pokemon with uh doom and we played uh pokemon <laughs> uh but we did uh raid adventures and we were trying to get shiny palkia and then whatever other shinies but i didn't get none and i don't know if doom did when i left so you know we played that till about one o'clock you need a lot of patience for that shiny hunting it's not so bad in the dynamax adventure because it's, mm. you've got a 1 in 100 chance of getting one. And I've it's already had bad. a shiny Pokemon from doing it. But uh, if you were to do it normally in the older games, it's like 1 in 8,000 and stuff like that every spawn. So it's ridiculous. And but, you always find in the trades you get a lot of hacked over... Uh, hacked modded pokemon don't you that have been hacked to be shiny and to have perfect stats and yeah uh i was actually trading on the whole map where you just wonder trade it's like you chuck 10 pokemon in and you'll get random 10 back and they had two legendary pokemon then i was like oh cool and i was like okay they're the same level the stats are exactly the same these are definitely hacked delete <laughs> well release I, I i'm not risking having my stuff banned or whatever i don't know if nintendo would ban it but as a precaution i would rather not risk it and get rid of the dodgy ones they got somebody arrested didn't they in japan for modifying zelda files yeah that's shocking yeah I, didn't um, know that. I was reading a news article and people were basically taking the pee in the comments going oh let's not go get rapists not let's not get us let's get a guy that's hacked zelda so you can have whatever sword you want that's really worth our time that's awful it's just a mod like modding something that's that's wrong uh does sorry uh coming asked does he do nighttime stay or yeah he basically is uh we're, we're, he's a carer i think um and uh stays in so well the person he looks after goes to bed he has to stay up in case there's any reason for him to do anything i, I know what that's like because i've done the job myself um but i've never had to stay up i could go to sleep 
So I don't know if Doom does go to sleep or not. Like where I worked, you could go to sleep and then if you needed, you'd be needed and you'd have to get up. But, you know, who knows? He told me, I'd have to ask him, but I don't know. But yeah, he definitely plays the Switch a lot uh, in work, in the evenings, because he can. I wouldn't I wouldn't think he would do it in the day. Um, but yeah, on the, on the Switch front, as we were talking about that just then, um, I haven't really got much else to say about it. It seems like a minor upgrade uh, where you get a couple of benefits other than the screen. I, I want to know, is the dock usable by a normal switch and vice versa? Because the dock's got a LAN port and stuff and... I would assume so, but you just don't know, do you? No, there's not really been solid information as far as I can say. I, I would make the assumption that you could use the switch on there, but I, I don't want to say yes in case I'm wrong and someone buys it thinking they can and they can't. Have you ever seen <laughs> there's a video on YouTube where somebody like removes parts off a switch light to make it fit in a dock to see if it will output or not? Oh, do they? I haven't seen that. Uh, and the answer is, the answer is it won't output. There's something done to it inside to stop it outputting. Well, like the uh, company says, like you could buy the docks every and use the LAN port. The good thing is, I actually have the Ethernet uh, adapter. I, I bought it for my Wii, and I used it on my Wii U, and I've used it on my Switch. So for me, it, it, you know, that's another benefit that I wouldn't get because I'm fine with having it connected to that you know it, it's, it's, yeah. it doesn't do anything negative like that I'm aware of to answer to answer Cumberdanes he said that do I mean could you buy the dock separately to use the LAN port well what I was more thinking was like obviously I've got a switch the missus has got a switch the daughter's got the switch so we all will use each other's docks if needed to charge or and I just thought, you know, if somebody in the chain of friends and whatever brought the new one, would you be able to still do that sort of interchangeable dock system? I would assume yes. I honestly would. I don't think Nintendo would. <laughs> well, I, I can't say that. <laughs> I don't think Nintendo would purposely screw over the customer's but they could. I don't think I don't think Nintendo do it out of a general fuck you kind of thing. I think it's just they do it in. I don't know. They could do. They they could be like fuck you if you want to have the use this new dock. You need a new switch, and it makes sense. They are a business after all. That's that's what they're about, making money. Yeah. But it could simply be a simple thing as well. For these things to work, we needed to put in these ports, and uh, because of that, the other switch can't work because there's no space. So, but at the same time, again, they're a business, so it could just be fuck you, buy a new switch. Cumberdain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said, "I used to be a sucker for peripherals. I had a lot of loads of tat for 360 and PlayStation 3." Um, 
The That's worst tat was Wii tat. Yeah. How dare you besmirch my tennis racket that goes on my Wii remote? <laughs> uh, it was, yeah. It was pretty bad. And I think when the Switch first came out, you could get the same kind of things for that as well. For the Joy-Con. Yeah. Like a little racket you'd stick on her and shit like that. It's kind of like, ugh. And, then, and there was the steering wheel. I'm pretty sure when it was announced, like, Reggie, I think it was, was like, looking at it, and he was looking at it, and he'd say, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> We're introducing the wheel for the Nintendo Wii. And he's like, really? Really, me, Nintendo? The Wii thing was supposed to be imagination. You're supposed to have this remote stick controller. And the idea is how you held it and what you did with it. You were supposed to imagine you were racing or... So if you need 10 tons of plastic rubbish to, like, feed your imagination, there's something wrong. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the Wii was aimed at, like, family. Uh, so it kind of, like, defeated the purpose, really. Because, like, a lot of kids are going to be playing with it and kids are going to have, like, a good imagination anyway. Because yeah. they imagine playing certain things. So I don't know. I played Mario Kart exclusively with a wheel. I really liked it. Yeah, but no, you dear. liked tat back at the day. You, you just said that. You were a tat fanatic. So you, you your opinion don't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be a bitch. Um, I think that's us gonna wrap up then, as we have been live for over an hour. Um, of course, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back with another Twitch cast, whether it'll be a full-size one or a mini, will be dependent on the day and what the topics will be. Obviously, we do a mini when we want to talk about one subject, even though we have been kind of talking about a lot more there but otherwise yeah. um um otherwise if there's a lot of subjects it probably will be uh, a normal one uh because you know they can last like three hours which i l think would be a good idea to get one of them soon but also it'd be nice to talk about uh i would like to do a twitch cast mini uh, instead of a console, I would like to do it about a specific game. Uh, like, do another one next, say, Wednesday, as an example. And by Wednesday, everyone who's going to take part at 9pm or 8pm or whatever, for an hour, will all have played this specific game for an hour or two or however long they want, and then talk about it. You can't really go wrong. It's like, hey, next week we're going to talk about House of the Dead, and then we'll play it and talk about it. And I said House of the Del Dead because Coverdain's mentioned House of the Dead Revol the House of the Dead Revolver. See. Anyway, I'm, uh, rambling on you. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye. And right. Uh, Kerr also said goodbye. Is Kern 9000 this week's guest? <laughs> Funnily enough, no, Kerr is not a guest because Kerr has been a part of the G-Arcade podcasts before and Kerr has said, Kerr could say himself like I'm talking for him right now, 
but he said he's more he's more able to take part in minis because they don't last as long as the longer podcasts so that would be more viable for him to take part in yeah anyway i am going to end the stream here thank you everyone who's listened thank you for popping in and uh last but not least check out g arcade video on youtube at g arcade on twitter g arcade on facebook g arcade uk on tiktok now and grcade.co.uk and with that goodbye bye